Hi folks, welcome to episode 106 of the Forbidden Planet International podcast. I'm Peter and it's just me this week and I'm here to give you a quick rundown of some of the exciting comics and graphic novels out this Wednesday, that's the 11th of September 2019, plus stay tuned for your questions answered. Right, first of all from DC Comics this week we have Batman, Batman and the Outsiders, Batman Universe, Catwoman, Collapser, Detective Comics, Dollar Comics Batman 608, Event Leviathan, The Flash, Gotham City Monsters, Hawkman, House of Whispers, Justice League Odyssey, Riddler Year of the Villain, Wonder Twins, Wonder Woman and Young Justice. That's quite the selection from DC. Let's have a quick look through at some of the highlights here. From writer uh, Steve Orlando, we have a six-issue miniseries, Gotham City Monsters. This is awesome. I've had a quick read of this already, and I hugely enjoyed it. It's Frankenstein uh, from the Agents of Shade. Shade is no more, but there are still bad guys Frankenstein wants to take down. So he needs a new team. So who have we got here? And from Gotham City, funnily enough, he goes there to recruit people. We have Killer Croc. We have... Orca, we have Lady Clayface, and we have Andrew Bennett, better known as I Vampire. Oh yes. So basically, it's a brand new setup for Shade, or the Creature Commandos, or kind of a Justice League Dark offshoot, or whatever you want to call it. Basically, horrible creatures are out there, and he's using them to take down the bad guys. Gotham City Monsters, great stuff. Issue 4 of Event Leviathan is out this week of the six-part series. Uh, I've not had a chance to read this yet, but again, Bendis writing. Uh, amazing, amazing. I'm flicking through now. Amazing Alex Malieve art. That is a stunning Superman two-pager. Yep. Um, I'll say no more at it because I don't want to uh, read any further myself. Next up we have Batman City of Bane, issue 78. Uh, this is focusing on Batman and Catwoman's relationship before they proceed with their plans. Let me put it that way. I don't want to say too much. I have managed to read uh, this as well. Uh, it's Tom King still writing. A Clay Man, I think, is on art. And yeah, it is a beautiful, beautiful comic. And I'm really intrigued to see where it goes next. Uh, Flash this week is up against the Mirror Master, which makes me very, very, very happy because he's one of my favourite rogues. And yeah, it's not just Mirror Master, a lot of rogues are in here. You're getting a lot of rogues for your buck these days in the Flash. So yeah, great fun. Uh, we also have this week the best comic that you, yes you, are not reading, and that's Hawkman. Hawkman is from writer Robert Venditti, and you've got some great art in it from Pat Leaf. Uh, Hawkman has teamed up with The Shade, not to be confused with the organisation Shade, uh, to take down The Shadow Thief. Great stuff. Uh, seriously, I strongly recommend you check out Hawkman because it is one of the best titles on the shelf. It's such a hard, hard character to get right, but yeah, Venditti's got it down perfect. And uh, the Brian Hitch art at the start of the storyline, well, the start of the series, I should say, was some of his best work in years. Donkey's years, seriously. Uh, but yeah, Pat Olaf, he's, he's no slouch. Uh, it's great art in this, and... The story's just ridiculously good. The idea of bringing the shade in is great and it really works as a, a balance against the Shadow Thief. So yes, Hawkman issue 16 this week. Make sure you read that one. 
we have in Young Justice this week the secret of Ginny Hex is revealed. I'm very, very, very much looking forward to that. Not a chance to read that yet, but it looks fantastic. I've enjoyed every issue so far, so there we go. Uh, for all you Hush fans, the very first appearance of Hush is reprinted in the Dollar Comic reissue of Batman 608. So that's out this week as well. We've got uh, Mark Russell double bill from DC this week. Uh, Wonder Twins is back. Yes, that six issue series that got extended to 12 is back with a mean issue 7. And yes, it looks great. He's also writing the... Uh, Year of the Villain Riddler special that's out this week as well. This is a great one-shot. Uh, he's actually brought King Tut back into it as well. And yeah, Lex pays a visit to the Riddler. Will he get a gift? Will he not get a gift? Who's to say? A fantastic Michael Jannon cover on this as well. Uh, yeah, Year of the Villain, the Riddler. If you like uh, Mark Russell's work and you're unaware, uh, I managed to do a wee interview with him a few weeks back and uh, it's back on if you go back in the feed to episode 100 uh, it's still there it's up there for you to listen to anything you like so yes go back and check that out right so that's all the hits from dc this week or the highlights i should say from dc this week let's move on to marvel the house of ideas and as ever there's a ton a ton out from marvel this week Right, we've got two Absolute Carnage titles. There's Symbiote of Vengeance and Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool, both out this week. We have also Age of Conan Valeria, Amazing Spider-Man, Black Cat, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Prodigal Son, Gwenpool Strikes Back, The Immortal Hulk Director's Cut, Invaders, Invisible Women, Ironheart, King Thor, Loki, Marvel Tales Black Panther, Miles Morales Spider-Man, The Moon Knight Annual, Powers of X, Powers of Ten, doesn't matter, uh, that's out this week, Punisher Kill Crew is out this week, Silver Surfer Black, Star Wars Supreme Leader Snoke, Swordmaster, there's a couple of true believers out this week as well, we have The Grey Hulk Returns and Hulk Mindless Hulk. The Unbeatable Squirrel Girls out this week, as is Venom. As I said, tons, tons out from uh, Marvel this week. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man is great fun. I really enjoyed that. I have managed to read that. So yes, I don't want to spoil what happens in there. But yeah, check that one out. Daredevil kicks off a new story arc uh, through hell. Starts in it. Uh, if, you remember, if you have been reading Daredevil, you'll know that he kind of gave his costume away. Uh, he kind of dumped that. Uh, someone else has picked it up and there's repercussions for these things um yeah exciting exciting stuff silver surfer black it's the penultimate issue of that from donny cates and trav moore is out it's a great cosmic book it's beautiful to look at it's such an engaging read do you need any more do you need any more no there you go go and get it uh, the Supreme Leader Snoke, Star Wars, a one-shot that's out this week, is from Tom Taylor and Leonard Kirk on art. I've not had a chance to look at this one yet, but that is a combination that I really, really, really am wanting to see. Yes, let's go and pick that up now. No, don't have time. I don't have time to do that. I need to tell you about more comics. Yes. Okay. The Moon Knight Annual is out this week. This is a, a Cullen bun, so it's our first bun in the oven this week. It's Moon Knight. Versus, wait for this, Kang the Conqueror. 
Yes, this is one of the Acts of Evil annuals, and it's basically the premise of that is heroes going up against uh, villains they haven't really fought before. Kang, the Conqueror, Moon Knight, Colin Bunn. Do I need to say any more? Really? Do I? I am Kang. No. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to read this yet. It looks utterly, utterly bonkers, and I'm all over that. So there we go. I'll finish off Marvel actually with uh, the the big title of the week, and that is the first of a four issue miniseries from Jason Aaron and Isad Rimmick. It is King Thor. Yep, it's a conclusion to the Thor story that they started seven years seven years ago. Seven years ago. That's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, but yeah. This is future Thor, whose old man is much is more Odin-like than he looks like Thor, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Thor from the future, his story. Jason Ernie Sadra, I've just, I'm saying no more, because that's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, so looking forward to that. There we go, so that's the House of Ideas. Uh, quick look now at uh, Image. There's quite a few things out from Image. Uh, the main highlight is Trees. Trees is back, yes. Uh, I think perhaps because it's being adapted for television. Who knows? Maybe that encouraged um, Jason Howard and Warren Ellis to get more of the series out. So this is Trees Three Fates, the first of a five-issue series. So if you've been jonesing for those trees, this is the week for you. We've got another Mark Russell title out this week, Red Sonia, that's coming out from Dynamite. And also we have Chastity Issue 1 from Dynamite as well. So, yep, make sure you check those out. Uh, the third issue of the Orville series, tying into the TV show, is out from Dark Horse this week, as is the third issue of one of my favourite team-ups, which uh, I think has flown under quite a lot of people's radar, and that is Black Hammer Justice League. Uh, you have Jeff, Jeff Lemire writing and great art from Michael Walsh. So yeah, if you have not picked that up, we've still got the first couple of issues there, but make sure you check them out because they're it's really really good, ridiculous. Even if you're if you're a Justice League fan and you've never really read Black Hammer, it's a great way to pick it up and find out about these new characters. If you're a Black Hammer fan, you've fallen off Justice League in the past, forget that. Pick it up, check this out. Because Jeff Lemire is just so good at weaving these two teams together. So ridiculously good. So there we are. Uh, also from Titan Comics this week, we have the latest issue of the 13th Doctor. Doctor Who, yes. Again, we're in between series. It's going to be a long time till we get more new Who. So this is the way to check out the current adventures of the current Doctor. So there we go. That's all the comics we're going to talk about. That's not all, though. We've got plenty of graphic novels this week as well. Yes. DC. DC are giving us a huge, huge nostalgia fest because we've got a brand new edition of Batman Hush. Lots of bonus material at the back, previously not seen. They also have a new edition of The Killing Joke. And, as well as The Killing Joke itself, they've got stories from Batman Black and White 4 in it, and also from getting down 31 in it. So yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, please make sure you check out those. If you don't have either of those uh, before now, then this is definitely the way to get them. And also from DC, if you can hear that, we have a massive, massive chunky omnibus 
of the full series of Batman Eternal. Yes, the weekly Batman series that was out uh, a few years back is now out in one massive, massive, massive tome. Batman Eternal was quite the ride. I must admit, I did not see where it was going. It took us on a wild, wild ride. Uh, Commissioner Gordon's arrested. I don't want to say too much because it does zig when you expect it to zag. Lots of great people worked on this. So you've got um, Scott Snyder, James Tinning uh, on writing chores. We've also got Jason Fabok from the artist's point of view. Jason Fabok, Dustin Gwynn, Tim Seeley, Ray Fox, Andy Clark, John Lehman, Kyle Higgins. So many people worked on this because obviously with a weekly book, you can't have the same creative team all the way through. That would just be far too much to take on. But yeah, it's it's an editorial tour de force. It's a really fantastic story. If you've never read it before, and you've missed the trades, this is a great way, great way to get the story. So there we have it, Batman Eternal. It's a bit sticky with Batman. We also have the latest soft cover paperback, Batman Nightmares. This collects the Tom King series, and it's all issues of the Nightmares run. Obviously, it was interrupted by uh, the Flash crossover. So it sounds a bit weird when I tell you the issue numbers. It's Batman 61 to 63 and 66 to 69, because obviously that Flash crossover happened right in the middle there, and that is available as well. So there we go. But yes, you've got fantastic art in here as well from Mitch Grads, Amanda Connor, Yannick Piquet, Miko Janna, and many, many more. Again, another artistic tour de force. I've said that a lot this episode. It's just ridiculously good. A wild, wild crazy ride in the Batman universe these days. Yes. So... That's DC. Let's move on to Marvel, as I just move that giant book and replace it with a big stack of other books. Age of X-Man Apocalypse and the Extracts is out this week, the collection of that. Gail Simone's Domino Hotshots is out. If you didn't read this, you missed out. Gail Simone is fantastic, and that was a, such a fun series. Marvel Masterworks uh, is still collecting all the classic series, all in order. So yes, this week we have The Incredible Hulk Volume 13. This collects Incredible Hulk's issues 210 to 222 and annual number 6. Uh, most of the work in this is by writer Len Wein and Sal Buscema on arts with a great Ernie Chan cover. Yeah, it's it was a really good time for Hulk then. Absolutely great time. So yeah, check that out if you can. As you know, there's a big carnage event at the moment and people are jonesing, jonesing some Cletus Cassidy action. And yep, we've got a fantastic paperback here, The Many Hosts of Carnage. <sighs> it's not just Cletus. Other people have bonded with the carnage symbiote. Yes. And this big chunky paperback that you just heard there uh, takes you on that journey. And funnily enough, Venom also is out this week. It's another bun in the oven. Uh, Cullen Bunn did a lot of the work on this. Uh, it's the War of the Realms tie-in graphic novel from Venom out this week too. Uh, Miles Morales with Great Power is out as well this week in the slightly undersized format from Marvel. It collects Ultimate Comics Spider-Man 11 to 22. And yeah, from Bendis, David Marquez, Pepe Lara, Sarah Pacelli, and Justin Pons. Lots of great people watching this. And yeah, if you haven't read this before, again, it's slightly undersized, so it's a bit handier to you know carry around with you. Uh, that's a great, great series, collecting some fantastic issues. Check that out. Now, as I mentioned earlier on, King Thor is back with Isad Ribic on art. And if you want to check out more of his art, there is Marvel, the art of Isad Ribic, funnily enough out this week and I'm just flicking through this just now the 
he's an absolute absolute beast every single image is a gem it's phenomenal and i've forgotten about how many titles he actually worked on so yeah treat yourself to that if you can and finally from marvel we have x-men by roy thomas and neil adams this is a beauty it's a gorgeous gorgeous oversized hardcover collecting that classic classic run uh, from 1969 it's Kazar, it's the savage land it's the sentinels it's Sauron, it's um, before you know people knew the name Sauron from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's the you know, pterodactyl man, Sauron, but it's great. It's Havoc. Uh, it's, oh, it's so good. So ridiculously good. If you've never read these stories before, this is a fantastic format to read it in. When I was a boy, when I was a boy, uh, some of these stories were reprinted in one of the British annuals from Grand Dreams, I think that was a publisher. Uh, and it just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. There's a scene where Beast is falling out a window, and it sounds silly just saying that, but see when you actually look at it, the way Adamus puts the page together, it's just incredible. I hadn't seen art like it before. And yeah, sensational stuff. Make sure, make sure you check that out when you're in. Another bun in the oven now, Bone Parish Volume 2 is out from Cullen Bun. Uh, so that finishes off that storyline. Also this week we have October Faction Open Season. Uh, that's on Netflix, so yes, that's a good way to catch up with that. The third and final volume of Unnatural is out this week, so if you've been trade waiting in that, then that'll finish off your story. And I'm going to finish off with two belters. Absolute belters. As I said before, if you're not reading Black Hammer, you're missing out. And this is a great way to read Black Hammer. Uh, Black Hammer, Streets of Spiral, the trade paperback, is out this Wednesday. Uh, this collects Black Hammer Giant Size Annual, Black Hammer Cthulhu-Louise, uh, World of Black Hammer Encyclopedia, and also, also, some of the material from the Free Comic Book Day issue. A lot of this stuff we thought would never get collected, it is collected now. So, yeah, no excuse. No excuse. Jump in that Black Hammer bandwagon. It is great. And finally, you might have heard of a little show on Netflix called Umbrella Academy. It was based on a little comic you might have heard of called Umbrella Academy, written by Gerard Way. It's out again. The first volume of it is out in a lovely, gorgeous, oversized hardcover with an introduction from none other than Grant Morrison. Oh, and it's got an afterword by Gerard Way as well. So, yes, if you're aware of it from the Netflix show but haven't actually checked out the comics, this is a great way to get it for the first time. If you're an Umbrella Academy completist, and I know there's plenty of you, Apocalypse Suite, this hardcover of the first volume is out this Wednesday. So make sure you check that out. Moving on to some news. Last week, Doomsday Clock 11 came out. An artist, Gary Frank, went on Twitter and told the world he's halfway through the slightly oversized Doomsday Clock issue 10. And apparently it's on track for a November release. However, he did not say which November, but I'm guessing it's going to be this year. I'm looking forward to seeing it, especially after that final page of issue 11. If you've not read it, I'm not going to spoil it. Just it's got a belter of a final page. It's what we've been waiting for all this time. So yes, Doomsday Clock 12 on schedule for November. And a little bit of Crisis and Infinite Earths from the CW Arrowverse news. Jonathan Sheshach. He's going to reprise his role as Jonah Hex uh, from DC's Legends of Tomorrow uh, and going to appear in it. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's a, 
part of me thinks that's brilliant so we're going to do like proper time travel and things all coming together and more mad stuff with crisis every time i hear a new announcement of crisis my mind's just blown but anyway yeah but another part of me thinks if only if only they could have got josh brolin back uh from the jonah hicks movie uh obviously you know no stranger to comic characters being given that he's a uh, thanos and, and cable you know that would be mind-blowing. Actually, nothing to say. They can't get two Jonah Hexes in. Oh. Watch this space. I bet you they try. bet you they try. Ah, well, we shall see. I just cannot wait for this. It's going to be absolutely, utterly mental. And, um, yeah, so good. Even if it's bad, it'll be great. So there we are. Right, let's move on to some listener questions. We've got... Uh, oh, actually, I've got a question in from comic letterer Robin Jones. Hi Robin, how you doing? He asks us, what is the most iconic run on a comic, in our opinion? There's just far, far, far too many. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's all the classics. Absolutely all the classics. There's, you know, Liam Ditko on Spidey, Liam Romita on Spidey, uh, Liam Kirby on FF. There's John Burns FF. There's Claremont and Burn on X-Men. There's Levitz and Giffen on uh, Legion. There's Giffen and Demetrius and Maguire on Justice League. Uh, there's Wolfman and Perez and Titans. There's just so many that are majorly, majorly iconic. Peter David's running the Hulk. There's far too many, far too many to go over. I'll mention a couple of left-field ones that people might not be aware of, but I absolutely adore. And one is Carrie Bates' Flash Run throughout the Bronze Age. It lasted about 12 years, I think, he did it for. At least, I think about that. Uh, I think there was one or two fill-in issues, but literally it was like all the way through. And absolutely nuts, bonkers stuff. And that's when I fell in love with the Pre-Texas Flash. Great character. Um, yeah, so I would definitely mention him. Also, Roy Thomas's All-Star Squadron was phenomenal. Uh, Roy, being the comics historian and actual historian that he is, he basically took the real world events of World War Two and what was happening in Golden Age comics at the time and just merged them all together and told all the stories that happened in between the issues of the comics that, you know, you read. Bear in mind, no one can afford these comics, Roy. No one really was bothered about that. But yeah, he did it. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. As was, I'll mention another one, uh, James Robinson's Starman. If you've never read Starman, you haven't lived. It's an incredible series, absolutely incredible series, definitely worth checking out. I'm just thinking of more stuff constantly, like uh, Grant's JLA run, Grant's, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol run, uh, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol uh, run, uh, is it Animal Man run, Zenith, his Zenith, I'm just going through creators now and what they've done, Invisibles as well, seminal piece of work there. Sandman from Neil Gaiman. There's so many things. Why the Last Man, also by Brian K. Vaughan, is absolutely, utterly amazing. It's an amazing story. I'm just rambling on now, seriously. Yeah, Iconic Run. Iconic, is, would they be iconic? It's kind of a matter of personal taste. You can say certain things are iconic, but you do just name all the things I did at the start of this. Robin, you're giving us quite quite a lot to talk about there. Yeah, but, um, but cheers. Thanks for the question. And one final question this time. It's from LK Roxanne. Hi, hey, LK. If you were a lantern, which lantern core would you be in? Right, let's go through the list. So red is rage. Orange is greed. Yellow is fear. Green is will. Blue is hope. Indigo is compassion. Violet is love. And then we've got white, which is life, and black, which is death. 
Right. I don't have any willpower, so no, it's not will. <laughs> I'm still alive, so it's not death. Okay. I may have to go for... I was about to say love, but I shan't say love. No, it's just um, hope. Yes, in this these bitter times, in these dangerous, treacherous times in this world that we live in, it just seems to be getting more and more and more crazy every second. I have hope for the future, folks. I am a blue lantern, so thank you, LK. Um, yep, I'm waiting on my ring in the post. So, there we go. Now, our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and almost everybody else you can find podcasts. And if you enjoy it, please, please, please give us a rating and review because it helps other people find the show. And as ever, if you can't make it into a store, then you can order all the things, all the things that I've been talking about from our website. That's forbiddenplanet.co.uk. Or if you're one of our US listeners, you can order from fpnyc.com. And if you want to send us a question or if you just get any comments or just generally want to chat with us, you can send us an email at fpipodcast at gmail.com and we might give you a wee shout out on the show. So there we go. I've been your soul for Written Planeteer this week and next week I shall return, perhaps with a co-host, perhaps not. There's only one way to find out and that's tune in then. Okay, enjoy those comics. King Thor! I am Kang. Even if it's bad, it'll be great.